Okay, Chris Black. I'm over here sending emails. I'm over here drinking water. I'm over here in motherfucking Glendale. Oh, there's lot, baby. There's a lot to get to. What, oh, what is up with baby. you? You just touched down. First of all, happy birthday, Chris Black. Today is his birthday, even though we already celebrated it. What feels like weeks ago at failing Mr. Chow. <laughs> it was literally three days ago, but yeah. Uh, seems four all, days ago. Seems long, seems long a long time, doesn't well, it? Well, life, life has been coming at us fast, Jason. But yes, thank you. I am, I am a year older. Um, but luckily a, uh, makeup artist who was touching up my under eyes yesterday, mm. uh, told me that I looked 31 without any prompting. Um, so I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about that. I didn't pay her. Uh, she had no reason to gas me up. Well, I think every makeup artist probably does that to make the client mm-hmm. feel better. Put good them point. at ease, especially somebody as old as you. It's a little bit more necess- necessary. I know. I understand. I would like to point out also that she did not, I was not paying her. You know what I mean? I just want to make it very clear that, mm-hmm. that you know, I, there was yeah. no money exchanged. But I understand this what you're saying. This is not transactional. This came out of the the, the wallet of, of Sir Tom Brown himself, and that's it. Uh, no, I know. Unfortunately, this was another. This was another. I had a very wild day yesterday, Jason. Lots you're telling of me you a you a double dipper? That's fashion. I, that's fashion. No, no. If you ask me, but I carry was, on. Well, this was this was not fashion related, but I was I was lucky enough to interview mm. uh, a legend yesterday, yesterday about his about uh, a new a new album he has coming out soon. And we can't say who it is, right? It's hush hush for now. For now, it's hush hush. But I mean, it was mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was uh, it was really something to be honest. The guy is I mean, the guy's seen it all. The motherfucker died for two minutes. You know what I mean? Okay, so, spoil don't so, spoil it. Chris. No, I mean no, it's fine, it's fine. But then after you had, that, you you talked to Ryan Adams. Damn, that's sick. <laughs> No, no, no. He's not. He's doing coke on Instagram Live, so I kind of had to step away a little bit. Mm. Um, but then, but yeah, then I had to make it downtown for the, or excuse me, uptown further. I, I went from the Four Seasons downtown mm-hmm. to the Carlisle uptown uh, for the the Met Gala. So the Car- Carlisle, that's the that's the Woody Allen joint. That is the Woody Allen joint, exactly. Yes, yes. Not to be confused with a Spike Lee joint. No, the famed Bemelman's Bar. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I spent. Uh, Five hours with comedian Pete Davidson as he got situated in his dress. Pete Davidson, for the record, looking like a C's candy employee with his dress. He looked good. I, I, I was in no fault of anyone. I liked it. I think he looked good. He had the right drip on too. He had nice jewelry. He had some vintage Cartier. He had some like oh. crazy like Victorian era rubies. A nice like tennis a tennis necklace basically. I don't know. It looked Victorian like a Victorian era rubies. That's right, baby. Wow. Okay, Pete. Downton Abbey Davidson coming through with some yeah. sh- just shitting on your boy Homer is what you're saying. It ain't exactly. Pete was shitting on Homer yet again, but he was he was you would like this, Jason. This man was blasting American spirits like it was his last day on earth. You know, he didn't he was ashen everywhere. He doesn't give a fuck. What well, one's one spirit lights the other spirit. This is a sig that never goes out to quote exactly. Stephen Q. Morsey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I didn't know this, but I guess the night before he'd hosted this like big benefit at the garden. And you know, we saw Jason and I saw Dave Chappelle at the Mercer mm-hmm. on Sunday. But I guess all these legends did this show and they raised like over a million dollars for charity, which is which is great. If I was as rich as Chappelle, I would have just brought out the checkbook. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, let me give you a, do you beloved. You're saying I got to leave Ohio. Let me just give you the Millie. Mm-hmm. Let me just give you a million. Um, but anyway, so I got to I got to catch up with friend of the show, Lil Uzi Vert, mm. uh, who was sh- showing us his new teeth <laughs> um, that are, are pink, pink diamonds. Um, and he said he's got papers on them and that his mom is going to be really mad. Got papers on them? What does that mean? He means the shit is legit. Like he means his shit is, he his has, shit he is has shining. He has certification. Yeah, he has exactly. All the proper, he's got, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he's got all the proper paperwork. If he gets pulled over, he ain't going to jail. Is what, I understand. Is what, I understand. Uzi was saying. Uh, and then legendary songstress Erica Badu was in the fucking building mm-hmm. and she had a personal fan with her for her face. And I said, Erica, is that a fan? And she said, Yes, baby, and then pointed it towards me. That, that's weird because I've I've gotten face from a lot of personal fans, but go ahead. <laughs> I got <laughs> gotten face, uh, but it, I mean, it, it just continued. The celebs continued to flow in and out. Of, of course, friend of the show Lee Pace was there, looking great. Uh, Actually, I've never heard of Lee Pace before, bro. Is he like a what's what's his deal? Where's he from? He's the partner of of my friend, so I know him through that. But he's also a, he was in a show called Pushing Daisies that was very famous. Mm. Um, but he did 
Angels in America. He did. Uh, Angels he's done and a, Airwaves. I mean, I've never heard of any of these. Pushing Daisies. What the fuck is pushing? No, no shade to Lee. I'm uh, obviously it was I'm a big, projecting because he's hot and I'm jealous. It was like a big cult following, like network TV show okay. in like the the mid 2000s. But then he's in a new. He's got a big new Apple show uh, coming out like very very soon actually. But but we get all of our Tom Brown crew, you know, into the sprinters on their way, and then you know we're all we're winding down in the lobby. I look out there, there he is, friend of the show, Justin Bieber, <laughs> wearing wearing his garbage Drew House, you mm. know, couture. Yeah, that looks like Jason made it. House of Bieber. <laughs> Him and Haley look like they're arguing a little bit. I feel like you got a little pleasure out of that. I did get a little pleasure out of that. Then Sean Mendez and Camilla Cabello mm-hmm. come out. Mendez Mendez is wearing a Michael Kors leather vest. Abs are out. <laughs> and I said to him, "Go off." And Camilla <laughs> said, "Who said that?" And I said, "Me." And she goes, "I agree." Oh. And yeah, exactly. And then they walk out to, you know, like blood curdling screams. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then I, and then I, you know, walked a couple of blocks and got in a cab and went back to my normal boring life. And now I'm podcasting with you, Jason. You're welcome. Okay. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot there, Chris, on fashions. Biggest night. You know, I heard a rumor. I think maybe we were talking at lunch about the, the, the car, the mural at Bemelman's in the Carlisle. The, it's like a infamous mural that goes all across the whole bar. You know that, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What about it? This wasn't. I don't think this was. I was talking about. Maybe somebody. Well, well, it's apparently it was painted. I mean, how many years ago was that mural painted? It's been there forever, right? Yes, yes, quite a long time ago. Decades, probably. So somebody was like, I, I, I feel like that is kind of some bullshit because apparently somewhere in the giant mural there is an artist rendition of a pair of rollerblades. And I don't know if that's true or not. What? That could. Oh, shit, that's cool. That could affect the time, the the timestamp on this on this piece of art. I don't know well, any other information about it, but that was just something that that's pretty funny. Tickled my fancy for sure. Gone, gone, hive. Please investigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have not heard that, but it was yeah. It was a it was a glamorous evening. And then I went home and uh, ordered sue in and packed my suitcase for a good hour and a half. Um, <laughs> So, you know, life comes at you fast, Jason. That, that's all I'll say. Sue in in my suitcase. I had a nice little sweet green on the airplane oh. ride home. Yesterday I had a blue Powerade and a sweet green green goddess to the face just to get my body back on track for my Cali lifestyle. I, I don't want to. I mean, we, we do have a guest today, but we should also talk about because, you know, I had I had a couple big fashion nights. But, Jason, let's not. You were you were smoking cigars and having some spicy pasta with Mario Carbone and friend of the show Virgil Abloh. Yeah, it was worth getting COVID for. <laughs> yeah, Jason Jason <laughs> to push his podcast back because he was feeling lethargic, but I told him yeah. we had a guest. We couldn't really do that. Yeah, luckily it's not contagious on Zoom, but yeah, I mean, I was eating pasta in Italy for two weeks straight. I had, uh, we got an invite thanks to friend of the show Ben Edgar. Um, there's a there's a small party where Virgil Abloh was DJing, uh, Journeys, Don't Stop Believing, and Kid Cudi's Pursuit of Happiness. As are you saying that are you, this sounds like uh, yet again we owe it to Z Trip? Shout out to Z Trip. None of these tracks were being mashed up in a Z Trip style. He did play a, f- a few good songs though. He played like uh, I think he did Painted Black by the Stones and some other good stuff. And I was like, oh, it's not like. So it's like a very small room. There's maybe like 20 people there total. And then there's there's basically a DJ booth on one side of the room. And then on the other side of the room, there's a, a chef station, mm-hmm. basically like a little stove and some and a little oven or whatever. So Carbone is mixing it up with his rigatoni and Virgil is mixing it up with his baby Keem. Thanks to Will Welch, uh, friend of the show, GQ editor. He had a nice Baudet suit on. <laughs> Erica Baudet. Uh, he wore he wore Erica Baudet to the to the Met Gala last night. Custom. He had like patches. They made him like patches with his name on it and stuff. Very sick. Heads don't sick. heads don't have that suiting. Heads ain't got those heads, those patches. Heads do not have that custom tailoring. But he uh, we he's like yo I'm, I'm I jokingly said like oh is it cool if we can smoke in here because I'm five feet five feet away from like a guy cooking dinner in a kitchen and he's like yeah you can smoke in here and, uh, and we we're like laughing like ha 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 and then i look over next thing you know mario the carbone man himself as he's cooking the food has a cigar in his mouth you know tony <laughs> soprano style so sick and then it was and then you know everyone else there 
it is there's kind of a lot of like performative dressing of like i'm gonna i'm gonna wear my like bronx tail style you know baggy baggy trousers and you know like but i was wearing like awake cargo shorts four months ago but now i dress like i'm in the bronx tail of course and we're gonna performatively smoke cigars with the boys and then you know yeah look yeah. at hoes from instagram that they will never be able to talk to in person well there's a little bit of that going on but it was it was an honor just to be in the room it was, it was cool to see virgil playing like keem's music while keem was in the room it was like it had, yes. had like a fun yeah. fun energy to that Better Keem than Cuddy, you know? God, yeah, kid named Cuddy. Uh, I mean, the worst dressed... I mean, we're going to get into this. Maybe worse dressed than the Met Gala kid, Cuddy. He's definitely in the... Or Dan in, Levy, or Dan Levy. I, I would say, for me, it's Dan. Yeah. He was wearing Loewe, right? Loewe, which is crazy, because Loewe is good. They'll swing and miss sometimes, those Loewe guys. Thanks for sending me some Loewe clothes earlier in the year, guys, but, you know... That's fashion, though. That's fashion, baby, but I'm glad... That's fashion, though. Now, when you're seeing DJ... When you're saying DJ Virgil tear up the fucking custom red cdjs are your palms itching are you like why why did i not bring my sticks and tap in the red cdjs i'm not envious about but the clear ones who else who else dj because you can take pedro down no problem when when we showed up there's a there's just a guy who's kind of like i don't know like an in-house bro don't call benji don't call benji b that he's kind of a legend dude that's crazy <laughs> if, if benji b was wearing a salmon colored suit coat and playing you know I don't know, some jazzy instrumental hip hop. That would have been the vibe, which is not too far away from friend of the show, Benji B. I would not put it past him to be playing jazzy hip hop wearing a salmon color suit coat, but he was a nice guy, cool guy. But then it was just Virgil, and then the other guys started playing. Like Virgil played for like an hour. You know, he just, he, it was so weird. He just like walks in, immediately starts DJing, and then everyone's like, oh, Virgil's DJing. Now we have to like all do like that. And we all have to be like, oh, this is sick, this is sick. This is. And then as soon as he's done, yeah, he just gets in a sprinter and leaves to go, you know, wherever he's doing next. And then the party is basically just over at that point. Yeah, we call that grand opening, grand closing. Grand opening, okay. Grand closing. Uh, th- if we, well, yeah, we Virgil do this did a forever. great job. We, we'll get into more fashion. Shout out to shout out to Virgil. Shout out to the Met Gala. You know what I'm saying? We're industry plants now, baby. You know what I'm saying, Jason? We unfortunately. I can't trust you anymore. You know, once you're once you're eating carbone mm-hmm. with influencers, I, I don't. I know, I know. I don't trust myself. My podcast partner has turned into the Nolita dirtbag himself, and it's scary. <laughs> um, all right, we do have a guest today. Uh, Annie Craybaum is the uh, co-founder and chief creative officer of Soft Services, our new favorite uh, skincare brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, best design. I'm re- I've been buffing my thighs with their bar. And it's really doing something to get my quads to really pop. You're talking about the micro crystal exfoliant buffing bar? That's right, bitch. The, the one and only. Uh, Annie also co-hosts a podcast uh, called Eyewitness Beauty. Uh, and she has a deep history in the skincare game at, at Glossier. You already know. Deep history. Jason put his boy brow on today, even though we are not uh, using video. Um, but we're going we're gonna to talk to her about, about all kinds of stuff. Fashion, skincare, beauty uh jason's uh kind of laugh lines uh and and we'll you know we'll just we'll just go from there we'll go from there let's give ak a zoomie (laughs) annie what's up welcome to how long gone (laughs) we're talking about bpas we're talking about so you said you have one of the big gallon waters that has the motivational things for each like incremental thingy like what are some of those lines that that give you a motivational message they just say like you know keep going keep chugging Drink, drink, drink. I, I personally, this. I don't have drink, one. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> Sounds like a child talking that does not sound encouraging in any way. Um, but I do think, I think because the gallon is so large, they run out of things to say. Mm-hmm. I think that's the issue. So drink, drink, drink. They just have to throw one in. Pain, pain is weakness leaving your body, stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think for, for my my comically oversized martini glass that I pull out on the weekends, it does say drink, drink, drink on it. Yeah. But what's uh what's up? How are you, Annie? I'm great. So wait, you guys were here in New York, then you left. I was in New York for like three weeks. Jason was in New York for a few days, then went to Italy, then came back to New York. So we've been we've been all over the Big Apple, uh, you know, just touching the fans. You know, uh, Jason's been eating at restaurants he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of it's it's par for the course. Where where are you right now? Because you look like you're in a murder. You look like you're in a kill room. <laughs> I'm in my prepper basement. <laughs> this is yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> um, no, this is so the the acoustics don't look good in this Al Qaeda sleeper cell, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> you sound good, surprisingly. Yeah, Annie. It's weird. Annie. All we get, her background is cans of beans. Actually, right now, I think they're I think they're shelf stable. So it's probably it's, it's probably our, good for the end <laughs> of the world. I'm in my I'm in the soft services office. This is our office inventory room and it's the only room that we have because we have one of those great like startup office spaces where it's just one big room so oh god I, hashtag startup <laughs> life i know it well you it know i know easy. it well wait where it were really you? what startup were you at i'm kidding i don't know anything about startups i actually don't understand them i don't know how you guys raise all this money i don't understand that game you know what's but the difference ha- between a startup and just a, a business that you just started a new business <laughs> is there a great is there point any difference great point jason uh <laughs> great point. well i think startups you ask other people for money and uh, uh, yeah. I think like just starting a business could be a startup but not all startups are just starting businesses or you know however that no no I think you're I think you're right I think you're right I think that yeah startups to me mean you you are you know you get a seed round Jason you ever heard of that before a round b round c round the list goes on mm-hmm. you can be a unicorn you could be a unicorn you could get an angel oh <laughs> imagine having an angel touch the chase <laughs> chase checking when do we stop the rounds and you're and you're what do you can you go all the way through the alphabet or is it like we kind of why do you why do you want to stop the rounds i i like to go rounds. you don't want to be too top heavy jason you know what i mean not to use industry terms but you don't want to take on more money than you need right and you eventually i think you either want to be profitable which would be great i like that um i like or you want to just get bought up by you know one of the overlords Yeah, if you guys are listening, if any of you guys are listening for any of those corporations, please get in touch with us. Um, we we have mm-hmm. we're, we're we have many brands to sell you, uh, particularly. Yeah, I mean, I guess our podcast is kind of like a startup in that we started up and we're trying to get bought out by Spotify for a lot of money, and then that's about it, you know. Yeah, I need to I need to figure out what you guys how you guys are so successful because podcasting is a, a tough tough life. Have you listened to our podcast? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I have to figure out what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she means. She's like, actually, you know, I didn't really have time to kind of like go through it, but like, um, it seems You're a busy gal. People seem to like it, I guess. No, I follow you on Chris. I follow you on Twitter. That's how this whole thing got started. And then I was relentlessly D- in your DMs being like, let me on your podcast. I want your like fashion bro audience to buy soft services. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's, it's funny you say that because soft services is. A lot of people are talking about it, and it's a lot of dudes have talked to me about it. Really? I'm not, I'm not oh, even. Awesome. I'm not trying to gas. I'm, I'm not even trying to gas you up. Well, I am fully gassed up now, so thank you. I think with a lot of this stuff, it doesn't. People think it feels neutral, but it doesn't really feel neutral. You know, as far as like whether it's for men or yeah, exactly whether it's for men or women. Whereas I think you guys nailed that pretty pretty well. Thank you. Um, it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel. Yeah, I mean, the, the, everything looks great. It works well, but I mean. Is was the idea at the onset to be for everyone, and then you just hope for the best, or is there things you can kind of do to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you market to fucking men? We're idiots. We're idiots. That's the endless question on my mind because I mean that's why I'm here. That's why I wanted to do this because it was. Um, <laughs> you guys are tough to tough to crack, but I mean I was at Glossier for almost five years before, so I feel like I really understand the millennial woman customer. Yeah, um, yeah. And I feel like brands do a really good job of kind of targeting millennial women just because they're like following the playbook of brands that were successful before them or whatever. And yeah, no, it was very intentional that we didn't want to alienate people through our branding because it was too yeah. feminine or whatever. But my, it's really simple. I just think like people like good design period good design is genderless so totally. you know there were some things like I, like we make those buffing bars like the little like i heard you kind of talking about it when i popped in the that's my number one that's my number one product i literally i just ordered more oh. because i ran out kept one in new york and i keep one here for wherever i need to shower oh yeah bicoastal bars damn that's right that's to exfoliate the body not the face right yeah i think it's gonna be it's gonna hurt if you use it on your face it's a little maybe too rough but it's it's too rough for the face well, chris where do you need to exfoliate on your body that's a problem that i don't really possess I don't know if I need to do it or if it's just beneficial, Jason. I mean, it gets the blood flowing. It gets the mm. dead skin cells off, I would imagine. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not an expert on this stuff, but I imagine, but I like to do it. I, I like to do it on my legs because I wear a lot of spandex. 
for exercise. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, okay. And, I, and I and I feel like that's that's an area that needs some extra attention. And you probably you probably get some like ingrown hairs too because you're like yeah, yeah, exactly from wearing my tights. Mm-hmm. And Jason Ugh. doesn't Jason doesn't exercise much, and Jason also. Um, I mean, do you wash your legs as a white man, Jason? Or do you not really? Can you not get down there? <laughs> uh, I do. I, I wash my legs maybe not every single day, but I, I, I do a, a decent leg wash, I would say. Sure, one in three. But I, I think that my question, though, is I feel like a lot of people want to use this on, like, their back. But how do you how do you do that when it's a bar? You know, what do you do? Is there an attachment? That's a group project. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Okay. Wow. Soft services is sexy, too. <laughs> You got to get in the shower. So you're you're telling me that I should get in the shower with Jason and exfoliate yeah. his back for him. Yeah. Damn, that's well, we crazy. don't have to go in the shower. Like when you when you go to like a Korean spa, you'll lay down and there'll be a woman that will exfoliate yeah. your body with you know some sticks and leaves, <laughs> whack whack you with stuff. Have you ever had that before? Yeah. Any? That's isn't that more of a Russian? They all do it. The Russians, the Turkish, the Koreans—they're all the same. Bathing. They're all the same. They all do it, and they all they all beat the shit out of you in the sauna, and it feels delicious. Give it a try. So yeah, I would say the buffing bar is like your daily your daily self beat. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> Daily self beat. It's like it's like the it's like your DIY version of the like having the person scrub. I like you that. At the spa. This is good marketing because it could either mean exfoliating, <laughs> it could mean doing your makeup, or it could mean jerking off. Mm-hmm. All things that we we like. I mean, you know, no one can argue with when, that. Well, yeah, once once your life changes and you move in with your partner, sometimes you have to self beat in the shower. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it does make sense. This that is, does that does try. This is why I will always have my own place, no matter what. If I get married or anything, I'm keeping my own separate. Wow, very very progressive of you. Very progressive really? of you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm never moving in with anyone. I don't want. I don't want to combine furniture. I don't want to. Do you think your furniture is that fly? Do you have that much wild stuff? No, I'm just like very specific about the size of the thing that goes here, and you know, like I I can't like have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so would you and your partner? sleep in the same bed every night or would it just be here and there like because this is something i was thinking about recently when i was in new york we were in a my uh partner and i were in a hotel room and we we were coming back from italy we had like big suitcases everywhere and there was not a lot of space in new york city hotel rooms obviously well not the not the small ones that you can afford you know (laughs) if you get a suite sometimes there is more space even new york suites are small okay that's true no that's that's fair that's fair but i was like it would be so perfect if there's just two hotel rooms next to each other all my stuff here all your stuff here i make a mess you make a mess it's your own mess whatever it is and then every night you can kind of like rotate of which bed you sleep in at the end of the night and that seemed like an amazing solution. I don't know if that's unhealthy or, or healthy or not, but if you're going to do that with your partner, was that would that mean that you are in the same apartment building mm. or you know on the same street as your partner? Or what if you live like what if you're in Brooklyn and your partner's in Queen, you know, in in Chelsea or something? Like, how's that going to work out? I would prefer that they're in like thousands of miles away. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I live in. Uh, yeah, I live in Lower East Side. I prefer that he lives in the Congo or like somewhere kind of so like you, pretty far so out. So you just want to maybe do a Facetime a couple days a week, and that's about <laughs> it with love. I'm so busy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Hashtag female founder. She has no time for this bullshit. Jason. She's gonna <laughs> sell some fucking scrubs. Do you spend more time uh, updating the LinkedIn than updating the heart? Maybe so. Maybe so. That was, man, you really read me like a. I read you like a fucking gawker page. Okay. So, but yeah, but don't you, don't you crave the touch of a man? Uh, and not just a strange person every you know what's you know what feels great is the that freaking buffing bar i will tell you (laughs) she says i don't need a man i got a buffing bar (laughs) do not make that the campaign trust me that is not a campaign idea that will not appeal to men i'm just telling you now that's going to alienate us as a as a sex so what what should let's brainstorm our next campaign then what would appeal to you guys are the experts on appealing to men, obviously. I think this is the kind of thing that your chick buys and then you use it and then you like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, I think is how men to come. I think how a lot of like regular bros come to a lot of products. Yeah. Is they, they basically like, you know, that that's how a lot of these businesses exist. Like Bonobos wouldn't be, so, you know, it's like, 
not bonobos, but like I think there's a lot of brands that particularly like a woman buys it for their their boyfriend, husband, mm-hmm. brother, uncle, or whatever, and that's how they discover it. Which I think is with skincare specifically, even if it's for the body, probably how it's going to happen. Right. I, th- I think men will buy products for their body only when they absolutely need to. Like mm-hmm. I have like eczema or dandruff or yeah. you know erectile dysfunction, whatever. Like I, I something happened to me and I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. There's that, and then. The only other reason why men would use any products like this is it will help them uh, be able to have sex with other people more. <laughs> just, still, I mean, exactly, not joking. Yeah. Well, just also, like no, fans, totally. Like, and that's so, what it is. Some, I, I would say too. Like, I'm big redditor, and I see a lot. Where I was doing a ton of research for the brand there, just to see what people were talking about, and you see a lot of people that are super bummed on their body skin to where they like don't want to like be intimate with other people. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, there's like forever alone boards and stuff like that. So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. honestly, like body acne too, is like, we just launched like a body acne line. So that's one where I was super excited about. Cause when it was kind of the whole impetus for the brand, me and my co-founder Rebecca were 30 and talking about our favorite products one day, whatever as friends. And then we realized like, wait, we we both still have body acne and we're 30 years old. We didn't like, like grow out of this. This is insane. And that was really like, we need, to, we need to fix this. We need some motherfucking clearing clay. Do you guys not have the clearing clay? We didn't send. <laughs> oh, damn. Jason's rocking the clearing clay. I, uh, I, I think that's probably, first of all, Reddit is the scariest place on earth and you're brave <laughs> for going onto the incel boards to, to read about their skin. But I, I find, I find that re- I, that's interesting to me that you, cause Reddit is a big place for skincare in general, right? Beauty, skincare, every, I mean, it's crazy that more brands are not, I don't hear Reddit talked about as kind of, it's a focus group that you don't need to pay for. You just can go in there and search for anything. Mm-hmm. That's what people say. People say Reddit is very useful for almost anything, whether you're into like sports or, you know, like cameras or whatever it may be. It's like, no, literally anything. It's just like, Hey, I need, I need help fixing my carburetor on my 98 sob. And someone's like, I know exactly how to do that. Here's how to do it for free. Unfortunately, I was using the, the red scare Reddit to much so i had to kind of kind of head out mm-hmm. i had to i had to take a, i had to take a siesta from the reddit community but next time i try to launch a brand i know where to go for all my <laughs> for all my research it can be a cesspool for negativity Do the, is there a website like into the gloss are there more of those now or is that kind of like is that the new york times of this shit and then like there's not really much else beyond that i would say i've noticed that online editorial has kind of shifted it's either going to be really long form really high quality stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. or it's all just gone on instagram youtube instagram yeah, yeah i mean or yeah, i mean yeah, even yeah. youtube i think is kind of trending downwards and tiktok is trending upwards and getting more mm-hmm. I, I saw i saw like a stat the other day that more people are spending more view time watching tiktok now than youtube Damn, i believe it i spent i spent like eight hours the other day making one for for soft services and it was <laughs> that seems like maybe maybe you should have farmed that out. That eight hours sounds like a long time. I know. Start up like we think we're too old and people still send them to us to like watch, but I think that's different than having the app. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like somebody sends you a link, you would let watch it quick, it's no big deal. I think when you get wrapped up in the algorithm, you get fucked. It's up. like doing Coke versus buying Coke. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. And he doesn't know what we're talking about. But I was thinking more about <laughs> your first question about like how to market to them. And I was thinking like in, in terms of like the visual aspect of the products, the the brand alignment, you know, the status of buying certain things. It's like you use you use sort of like your clothing and your you know, your personality and whatever, your 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 physical appearance to get people to have sex with you. And then you use these products, you know, you have the, these these products in your shower, on your bathroom shelf. In your medicine cabinet, so when the person comes over to your house, that's how you keep them mm-hmm. having sex with you. They walk in there. That's oh, a good they point. Got that, they got that. They got that. This is nice shit. I trust this person. They care about themselves. So they're you know maybe they're not a monster. I mean, yeah, you, you know, it, it says a lot about your personality. You probably know this better than us, but I do think that that that's the the subtle and affordable flex. You know, for a lot of people is like like skincare candles like personal mm-hmm. care and jason's right if you go in someone's bathroom and they got fucking axe body spray that's a one and done even if it's the hottest skater you've ever seen you still gotta go you can't be you can't have axe body spray on the on the vanity but if we're if we're pumping the byredo and we're and we're washing those hands we're like maybe maybe i could picture myself with them 
You know, like that kind of vibe. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I no, see guys a, going out and real. buying Aesop all the time. Oh, for sure. If it was up to them, they would not be having soft services. They'd be having soft soap <laughs> in their kitchen from Key Foods. Dollar thirty nine soft soap from Key yeah. Foods. I don't give a fuck, but they have to buy the $79 stuff so the girls that come over will keep having sex with them. Okay. And it's a that's small true. price no, to pay. True. Okay, I'm going to figure out how to put that in like a Facebook ad. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, please, please, please. We please. can send over Do the invoice. Best. We can send over the invoice and I can put this all into a deck for you. <laughs> Keynote, Google Slides, whatever you'd prefer. It really is like a signifier, but it's also like even with this, with soft services, like I started seeing it and I started seeing it from people that I thought were, like I was house sitting for a friend and his his girlfriend had it all and i was like oh this shit is cool i've never seen this but oh i haven't seen this before and then you know for the next two weeks i see it every day you know what i mean some from someone yeah because we're following you i need to check the yeah exactly i need to check this out and see what the deal is and that shit i mean i think that's works i think that's how this stuff works Mm -hmm. um but i don't think men are i mean you know i think it's a little more i think it's maybe easier than you think it is (laughs) i'll say that because as you've probably been told before maybe by your mother men are dumb and it doesn't take that much, you know what I mean, to kind of get us in. It really doesn't. Do you know the percentage of body acne, male, female? Do, do, I feel like it leans more male, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I think it would be hard to quantify. Let's take this, this to Reddit. Well, body acne, too, it's not just about acne. It's a lot of fungal issues, which people confuse for acne, and they try to treat it as if it were acne. Fungal issues? Yeah, because you're... Damn. Yeah. What are you working with over there? <laughs> I don't mean... <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fungus you working with? Annie? Well, there's Damn. something called there's something called like called Tinea versicolor. So when you, which is <clears throat> a lot of people have it, they just don't know the name of it, and it's like I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have that. No way. <laughs> Jason's has perfect skin. He's like very confident, no shirt. Like not all of us can be that way. But I ain't got no versicolor in my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically this like patchy discoloration, like on different skin tones. It's like okay, looks a little bit different, but it kind of looks like. Yeah. When I was growing up and on swim team, I it looked like that on my back. It kind of looked like the water, you know, the little girl from Waterworld with the map on her back. It kind of looks <laughs> like <Yes>. that. <laughs> and I thought it was a birthmark, <laughs> but it's really just Tinea versicolor, which is like a fungal imbalance because your skin has fungus on it. It's healthy. It's fine. But when that gets like out of balance, it can cause discoloration. And is that something that is topical or is that internal? Like, obviously, it, it shows itself as topical, but does it, is that something that stems from the inside or is it strictly it's a little bit of both, like everything, Chris? On top. You know what I mean? Really, you're going to have the most success of like treating it topically. You would say that. I'm more into eating pills just in general. So it's more, it's more, if I could, if I can eat a pill, it feels like it's working. Yeah. Do you guys like pills? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. I, I'm joking because I'm joking because I'm a recovering Oxycontin addict, but I do take a lot of, vitamins every day because i because i'm so good at swallowing handfuls that it's nothing for me to kind of just be on with my day you, you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i think that makes that makes a difference even if it's a placebo effect he just likes the feeling of it going down his little throat cool. but i don't i do think for skincare particularly cool i do think for skincare particularly topical feels more real right like it feels like that's what it's supposed to be yeah you're gonna see more immediate results too i'm, I'm in it for the long run though yeah but i want to you know some people you have a skin issue you got to remove you do an elimination diet is it gluten is it this is it that you know you'll do all that you'll change your entire diet and lifestyle before you'll like put a cream on your back depends mm-hmm. yeah, on how expensive the cream is got it okay uh, yeah what does the cream smell like you're like gluten-free <laughs> bread 30 dollars a loaf it tastes bad every time what was your swimming career like, Annie? What was your event? Uh, backstroke. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm not tall now. But I'm like my growth spurt early and then like stop. So like <laughs> I'm not was, tall now. I was eight. I was tall <laughs> for my age. Okay. So I think what I a cool broke thing a to state say. record in backstroke. State record? What's what state though? Texas, big one. Mm, that is a big state. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk. We're not talking about population size. I guess it's it a, is. It's, guess, a, it's a lot of people. Not a lot of pools though. I don't know. Right? You know? Is, are there a lot of pools in Texas? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mostly river, river stuff, maybe. Are you from Austin? No, I'm from Dallas. Oh, hell yeah. We love Dallas on this podcast. Jason's Best city in Texas. Really? Jason has DJed many ultra lounges there, I bet, in his career. Have you not, it's Jason? The, it's the Orange County of Texas. It's the only place worth going to. The Orange County of Texas. I'm more of a... There's a lot of California to Texas crossover, for sure. I'm a I'm a Fort Worth guy. It's a little quieter. You know Ugh. what I mean? It's a little... You know, it's a little... It's different for me. I, I don't know. I just... Nasty. Well, I, I do like to visit... I like to co-pay my respects to the original Neiman Marcus location 
that's kind of a landmark for me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of one of Dallas's main. That's in Dallas. Main attractions, main attractions. I, I don't. Do you consider yourself Southern or are you like, I'm a Texan? Or I'm a New Yorker. I don't know. I don't really like. How long have you lived in New York? Uh, 10 years. Okay. I guess. I mean, fuck it then, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you know what, Annie? Uh, as soon as you said that you're from Texas, I, f- I could feel your voice and your accent turning just a little <laughs> bit. little bit of a twang coming out. And I just want to let you know you're in a safe space here, darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is, you kind of have a twang. I know it because I did actually listen to like 10 minutes of an episode earlier today. You had like a little oh. twang to, but you're Orange County. Oh, bless your heart, Annie. Bless your heart. Thank you so much for listening. I'm actually, I'm actually from the South and I think Jason has co-opted my accent much like I've co-opted his beliefs that he got in Orange County. So it's kind of like a nice, <laughs> a nice trade off. He picked up our racism. I picked up his, uh, his Southern charm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a trade. No, I think that the, I think that the Southern accent though, it does dot. Do your parents have a thick Southern accent? My dad's from Illinois. So no, but my mom was born and raised in Dallas. So yes, she definitely does. Cause my mom sounds crazy. Like my mom, <laughs> Jason can attest. My mom sounds like what you think. It's like a joke. Like what you think a Southern person sounds like. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have that, but I, I think it over the years, you kind of, you know, it goes away. It fades. Cause where, where did you move to after you moved away from home? I'm, I went from Atlanta to New York oh, okay. only. And I, I, and so I, I, I think, and also, I don't know if you find this to be true, but the Southern accent is now considered like cool and sexy. I know. And people are saying y'all. I had to I had to cut that yeah. out really quick when I moved here. Same. Exactly. <laughs> and now exactly. everybody's saying like, y'all. People think you're dumb. Wait, when people think Southern accents are cool and sexy, when did that happen? Um, no offense. I just haven't noticed that. I would say in the last three or four years, it's or maybe even longer. It's just it's not like the cons- McConaughey effect is what it feels like. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Exactly. If it doesn't make you it doesn't immediately read you're an idiot. Like it, I feel like it used to feel like that if you were in certain coastal cities where maybe people were feeling that way about you and your upbringing. Mm-hmm. It might denote a bit of a hill, hill people energy yes, to it ex- when, exactly, when you're exactly. more of just a hey, Shug. Yeah, I'm just a hey, Shug. I went to Dartmouth, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Did you go to co- did you go to college, Annie? Yeah, I went to UT in Austin. Let me say something right now, Jason. I'm almost I'm 99% sure Annie was a fucking party animal at Aust- at University of Austin or University of Texas at Austin. Mm-hmm. Were you or were you not? No, cuz I kind of well, I mean, I wasn't What was the name of the sorority? <laughs> Kayo. <laughs> Kayo Tadaya. No, but, uh Kayo <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Mega. Kyle Mega. I thought that was a Kyomega. I thought that was a furniture store. <laughs> what uh what was Ky- the vibe? Kyle Mega. Okay. <laughs> what what yeah, what EDM artist is that? <laughs> I'm not familiar. <laughs> what what uh what was your sorority all about? Because this is something I'm fascinated by. What were your and values? Is this, is this part of your life that you try not to talk about? Yeah, because I got in trouble you, for it. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I don't come from a long line of like sorority fraternity you know, Greek life mm-hmm. parents. Um, you were finally the first one in your family that made it into sorority. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I just, so I had older friends whose moms and they were like, you know, come and be a Kyo rush Kyo or whatever. So I did that. Cause it's like hard. It's hard to get in. Correct. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I, I feel really horrible how much money, you know, my parents spent yeah, yeah, supporting yeah. me in this. Cause it's, I mean, it's really horrifying. Uh, and I don't really have fond memories of it, but I kind of wanted to like poke fun at myself for the physical transformation that I underwent to become a like Tory Burch wearing sorority girl to go through Rush. So I wrote about it. Now we're talking. When you say a physical, as in like surgical, or are you just talking about clothing wise and tanning, hair and like clothing, Tan- hair? Okay. You know, my eyebrows were like half the size that they had. It was like, hey. let's go, baby. She, um, Jason, the tanning, the tanning bills alone, they can set you back, Jason. Okay, so so the picture of like the the ten girls posing on an autumn line s- <laughs> sidewalk with the floppy hats and the jeans, and everyone's holding their Starbucks in a certain way, <laughs> like that was kind of your vibe. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. So like you, you hung out with people named Brylene and things like that. <laughs> Where did you write about it? I wrote about it at Into the Gloss because I, okay. I became a beauty writer and then I um, went over to Into the Gloss and I wrote about it as one of my kind of like, here's my point of view on beauty. Here's a little bit about me. And I thought it would be funny to kind of poke fun at myself. And the backlash that I got 
People were not happy. Really? Yeah. But why? I mean, why? I think they thought I was like making fun of them more than I was making fun of myself. Sure, sure, sure. It's because you identify your whole life with that. They tell you you'll rush the sorority and like they I remember they they were like, You'll you'll be standing next to these women on your on your wedding day. The most important day of your life. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) Or like, you know, your daughter will be a Kai Omega and stuff like that. I'm like, You literally Kai till you die, true till death. Kai till I die, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um (laughs) that is I mean, I because we actually, Jason and I were at dinner with a friend's sister, and she was in a sorority in the South, and she was tor- she was showing us the house, and it was nicer than houses my friends lived in. And she was like, oh, yeah, the bathrooms are all marble. The chef is that, like, there was a chef and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I grew up in the South. I'm familiar with this. I didn't know it was like that. I, I knew it was, like, pretty nice, depending on where you were. But I was like stunned with how how nice the lifestyle seemed. I mean, <laughs> it's still when it comes down to it, like twenty year olds that have never taken care of themselves that basically have like a house mom and a chef and a maid. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I didn't get the social <laughs> fulfillment from it that I thought I would. Um, so, and I, I remember the frat guys ended up really not liking me because I I dated GDIs, which stood for goddamn independence. What? what so the guys hell? that weren't in fraternities <laughs> so, oh so they're, they're so you're basically off grid because they're like we can't fuck with her because she likes these regular dudes gdis that's that's a wild thing my favorite uh my favorite greek term was pv which means plain vanilla so if, like, if a girl was going through a rush and they, you just like weren't really interested in her that was like the polite term it's like she's pv we're gonna start using <laughs> we're gonna start using that on this podcast when a guest is boring us jason i want you to be like all right, well, I'll PV, just, just slide it in kind of, you know, on the low. Mm-hmm. I mean, I find this, I find Greek life fascinating. I, I really do. It's so crazy because I think that it's like, it feels so Southern to me. Like it feels so Southern to me, but I know it exists other places. But at those big Southern schools, it's like, it feels like social suicide to not do it. I, I was under the impression that you really couldn't make friends at yeah. UT unless you were in a sorority. Or unless you were like interested in being friends with like people with low social value or that didn't have anything to yeah, bring to the yeah. table, which is totally not true. Backwards. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's insane. That's the whole thing. It's like, it's pretty crazy overall. But I mean, it's not, I mean, I think it's, it's so steeped in history. It's never going to go away. You know, it'll change and stuff, but I think that it's like, it's just like part of the culture in a way that I don't think it'll ever go anywhere. It is kind of weird thinking like you going down there and seeing that nothing is really as progressive as you think it is after living in New York for so long. Oh, fuck. No, no. We, I mean, if you drive through, I mean, we, Jason and I, I mean, we drove through the South over the holidays and even it's, it's pretty crazy. Like you're in rural. Are you guys always together? No. Yeah, basically. No, 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 no. (laughs) We just, we did a road trip. We did a road trip and it was just kind of like, I think if you're not from the South and you like see that stuff, sometimes you're like, oh yeah, this is not, ch- this is like the, the major cities might be somewhat progressive, but if you get out into the anywhere 30 minutes away, it's, it's, it is not progressive by, by any yeah. means. Even in, even in here in Los Angeles, it's the same way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You go down to where, J- you go down to where Jason's from. Oh boy. You better turn the other way. Yeah. We don't take too kindly to your folk here. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. <laughs> goddamn independence i'm glad you made it out and i mean annie that's it i i'm i am not surprised i feel like that community takes it very seriously so if you say something that they don't like especially as a former member of it they don't take kindly to that and that's probably the that's why you garnered that response after writing that story yeah i think it was pretty fresh too i mean i was in my early 20s so i think it was like pretty recently after we had oh, graduated see. into the real world you know so ho- hopefully kayo doesn't come after you like the scientologists do or something <laughs> like that to be smart <laughs> yeah, exactly. name you know exactly. i don't know if you have anyone taking photos of your garbage at night or anything like that just keep your eyes peeled <laughs> if your dog dies i'm i'm calling the police don't say yeah, that okay, you know the- i do have a dog <laughs> You do have no, a dog? She's in hiding right now, though. She is. Where is she? Where is she right now? Where is she? Miso. Where's Miso? Miso. What's, what's your dog? What's your dog's name? My name's Layla. Oh, you are from Texas. Damn, is that after the Eric Clapton song? Or <laughs> what? What's the vibe? Yeah, yeah. Precisely. Yes. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> you really know me. You've been like really. You, I feel like you just know me. I don't even do my research. This is just off dome. It's nothing for me to feel out a guest and really understand where they're coming from. Once Chris gets to the end of the 
of the buffing bar, you feel like you know the founder. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Your DNA has been rubbed into his body, into his blood. Your blood, your blood, your blood, sweat, and tears have taken some baby hairs off my quads, and that—that's a relationship that I mean can't really be replicated. It's like when you cut the way. finger with the knife, and you cut the finger with the knife, and you touch them together, mm-hmm. forever bonded with buffing bar exfoliation, yeah, and zinc PCAs. That's what we're. That's exactly what we're doing. Are you just like reading off of the carton in front of you? That's exactly what I'm doing, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> So your podcast, uh, <laughs> your podcast, thank you for noticing, is uh, is hosted by you and another person who's the founder of another skincare line. So both of you guys have your own businesses, and then you choose to electively do this podcast, <laughs> where you could say things that could maybe get you. Not, I don't think you're ever going to get canceled, but you know, say things that you could could affect your business and your employees and, and his employees and like that. Is that something that you're ever worried about? Or are you guys just like, <laughs> let's do it. I mean, I don't think anything bad is ever going to happen, but I just, you know, sometimes okay. you have a vocal, you have a vocal founder of a company who says something sideways on LinkedIn or something like that. Maybe like the link, like the sweet green guy. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're oh, talking about. Are they a sponsor? About. Are they a sponsor? I don't have, I don't have LinkedIn. I don't have LinkedIn. So I haven't seen that, but that's an example of like, you know, is that something that you can, I don't, I'm not con- worried about, but is it something that you consider in the back of your mind? Perhaps. Definitely. Oh, we edit, we edit the, and our, our producers on like a really intense, like NDA and, <laughs> Definitely. It's always on my mind. Instagram. I I can't, I I really, I don't want to screw things up for the people that, you know, work for me and gave me money. So that's something I think about for sure. How do you deal with that pressure? Yoga, Pilates, the list goes on. Uh, Tito's. What do I do? I do Pilates. Tito's. Uh, Tito's. I walk. (laughs) I love walking. That's why I like living in New York. You can just like walk for all day long. You a big stroller? What kind of what kind of shoes are we working with? Put the OBs on and off you go. I need ventilation, so it's it's Birkenstocks. Are your dogs sweating? Do you are do you have a problem with foot sweat, or you just in general? It's a fungal issue, Chris. You have to understand. It's a fungal issue. No, it's a fungal. I'm sorry. We already we discussed your fungal issues. I apologize. I apologize. That's, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to open the wound. My my bad. You spend enough time on canal with an open shoe, and you'll get a fungal mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, you'll catch some fungal. You'll catch some fungal strays as well. Is the well? Do you? What do you think? Do you like podcasting? Is it something that you, or, or is it like a little bit of a pain in the ass? You can be honest with us. It's definitely. We have a really. Um, Great. We call them our readers because we both, Nick was my editor at Into the Gloss. And then for the listeners at home, Nick co founded Necessier, correct? <laughs> yes, that's how you say it. Is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I should, it's necessary. It's not a necessary. <laughs> no, no, I was being dramatic. Yeah. Uh, what were you talking about? We were saying, oh, it's he. So you guys both have the same exact company. Yeah, exactly. A podcast <laughs> yeah. together. Uh-huh. What's up with that? He watched so I could run. I like just took notes of what he was doing and I was like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't do that. No, Jason, okay, it's okay. different. It's a, it's a different range of products, Jason. I actually have, I have some necessaire in the bathroom as well. I do too. I do too. There you go. It's no soft services, but it's cute. You have some nice little boxes. It's cute. He's trying. He's trying. He's, he's trying. trying, and that's trying. cute. It's cute. It's uh, yeah. Tell him good job, and maybe it'll get better, like in the next couple years. You know what I mean? Well, I, I I keep that for like the cleaning lady stuff like that. You know, <laughs> you know, my girlfriend's mom or something like that. You know, she can give it to one of her people. I the, it it would be it would it would not be like a good business strategy for me to make competitive products, right? I want like no competitors. So you're not going to see like a body wash. You're not going to see a deodorant. You're not going to see like all the things that are more of your everyday essentials. I didn't. I did yeah. notice that with your products. I like because you're you're you were kind enough to send some stuff over, and I was like, oh, this all looks sick. Blah blah blah. Chris was telling me he loves this thing and this, and you know, my girlfriend was saying, oh, I saw that and blah blah. blah. And I was looking at all the products, and I'm like, I've never heard of any of these specific things before. And it got me wondering, like in this market where there's such a saturation of brands, they all have millennial graphic design. They all have the same color palettes and logos and the same five agencies are designing everything. You know, what do you do to differentiate yourself? Well, yeah, I mean, the product has to be differentiated. I mean, I'm not trying to pay for customers all the time to compete with exactly what you're saying with brands that are making the same thing. So when Rebecca, my co-founder and I were realized we both had body acne in our thirties, we were consulting for different brands at the time. And we were like, oh, this is our, this is it. This is the thing that we're going to do because we're both obsessed with beauty. I'm a beauty writer. I could 
I did other brand consulting, like in wine and fashion and things like that. But ultimately, like beauty is my thing. And so, but you turn around every day, there's a new beauty brand. So it was really disheartening being like, oh, I'm going to do this next. And then you'd wake up and there'd be like five new brands doing that exact same thing. So then when I was like, oh, I'm 30 with body acne, there's something here. Everybody was talking about fungal issues on Reddit at the time because fungal acne kind of became a trending search term. So hot right now. I was exactly. Um, and and so then it was like, okay, wait, there's something here with body skincare. And then my whole career of writing at Into the Gloss and before that I was at Exogene. Um, anytime I wrote or had a, a writer do an article about like a more niche body skincare thing that, you know, more mainstream you know, Condé Nast, Vogue, Beauty, whatever, they wouldn't cover because it was kind of quote unquote gross. Yeah. I don't have that same, I, I didn't have that same taboo around those issues, but all of those articles would like go gangbusters, like organically, like people would, like new traffic would be dumped on the site and people like searching for those search terms. And so you'd get like a Kim Kardashian talking about her favorite products and you get like a bunch of people on your site for one day and you never see them again. But those articles, even still, I think um, as of last year, an article I wrote about how to give yourself a Brazilian wax <laughs> was still the most popular article six years later. What? Yeah. Damn. So it just shows that like people are like primed for like more conversations and products and, you know, attention on body skincare. And there's no brand doing that. And I think it's cool to have that hyper specialized niche thing. Yes. Because when you, when you are a person that's like, fuck, I have this thing that's going on with me. I want to give myself a Brazilian, but I have intimacy issues I, or I can't afford it or what I have this weird acne fungal thing. And it's like, my life is screwed. And then someone's like, here's the exact answer for you. Then you've made a customer for life mm-hmm. and a friend for life. I hope so. I'm sure the reason, I mean, I, I imagine that's part of the reason you guys were able to, to raise the money, not, not just your expertise, but also like these guys see shit all day long and they're like, Oh, this is actually specific in a way that other things aren't. And they've got the data to back it up that there's an audience here versus like you said, like, yeah, we make shampoo. It smells really good. Um, (laughs) which is, which is a a nice, a nice differentiator. You know what I mean? What are you trying to get into next? Cause you guys, you guys, I mean, there's what five or six things now. We have five products. Now we have the, the line, the smoothing line, which is the buffing bar that you talked about. And then we have like a yeah. leave on chemical exfoliant, um, which is like a gel that you put on like under your body lotion. Uh, and then a body lotion that's like has urea in it, which I'm kind of obsessed with as an ingredient. <laughs> um, and you don't really hear people. It's not, it's not, not the most sexy ingredient. Cause it was originally, it re- originally came from urine. It's the name. Um, who's urine. Who, Damn. Who's so you're urine telling me, it? you're telling me I'm rubbing pee all over myself to get better skin. Exactly. Something that I've been doing for years. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's made synthetically now, but is that the daily toning lotion for body with 10, 10% piss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in the carrier uh, cream. And then, and it's also in the smoothing solution. And so it's really great because it moisturizes and exfoliates. And there's like a ton of data Damn, to back it up. Sick. They've used it. Dermatologists have like relied on it for like decades and decades. Super safe. It's not like this like weird new skincare ingredient that they're trying to market mm-hmm. because it's fashionable right now. It works. And that's my whole thing. It's like if the products don't work, then we lost. Yeah, urea. So I'm okay with like marketing a not sexy ingredient <laughs> if the product works. Well, I mean, it's 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 also attention grabbing. You know what I mean? It's like that's that's interesting. That's what I'll put first. on my next ad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that before. I thought you were talking about uh, it's like that placentia cream. It's like obviously it's disgusting at first glance, but then you know it's titillating enough to where people will talk about it because or like snail mucin. Like that's an ingredient that can snail mucin. Mm-hmm. What? So what's next though? If you you got this stuff popping, what's the what's the next move? I should have aligned with Rebecca before because if I like just say what we're working on, and we didn't align on it. <laughs> but we have some of really course. cool. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Products coming out next year for like you know bug bites and like skin irritation that are more like geared towards men. That's a scoop. We haven't talked about that yet. I don't know. I think ladies be getting ladies be getting bites more. Yeah, ladies ladies have sweeter ladies blood. Ladies be getting mosquito bites more than the fellas. It's true. They leave scars <laughs> cuz you scratch them. Never scratch. You always slap. I want to, well what are you using on your since since we've talked about body, what are you using on your face? Like what eye cream does TJ need to look 20 instead of 50? How do we handle the face acne, not just the shoulder? you know honestly changing your pillowcases is the most underrated skincare secret changing your pillowcases so so how often do you rotate the tires on your pillowcase once Uh, a week yeah like once a week 
guys don't really change their sheets a ton. So, so you just have the maid do it every week, and then it's yeah, it's nice. You'll you'll that's be surprised. Nice. <laughs> I can't afford a maid. <laughs> I don't have podcast <laughs> money like you guys do. What if you lay facing up? I mean, I don't know what kind of fellas you're hanging out with, but I, I think most of the guys I know at least change their sheets once a week. Jason, wouldn't you think? No, no, once a week. I don't even know women that change their sheets once a week. Oh, it's once a week on this side. Not not necessarily the duvet cover because I have mm. some. I have the the top sheet. The top sheet, yeah, okay. Which some people don't. I've noticed some brands have gotten rid of top sheets in their lineup. I'm anti. Very, I'm anti top sheet. But then what do you do? You wash your duvet every time. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, maybe I That's do. That's a lot. But when you unbutton the duvet over and over again, it'll begin to kind of. Wear Unfortunately, you, you guys are acting like I'm actually doing this myself, and that's your, <laughs> that's that's your mistaken. Mm. But a, a duvet cover and and replacing, you know, stuffing the buffy back inside is difficult. I'm kind of big and clumsy, so tying those little ties, mm. you know what I mean, to hold it in place. That seems it, it's hard. That's why you need the top sheet, so you don't have to do that every week. That seems like a great solution. So you're saying to me the top sheet is is preventing the body from making so much contact with the duvet, so the duvet can in turn be washed less yeah where are you at where are you at cotton versus linen annie because i'm a linen guy i like brushed sateen cotton linen i can't deal with i don't like it's too rough it's too scratchy a little scratchy yeah it's too exfoliating exactly i already exfoliated (laughs) as jason would say it's toothsome and that's what i like about it it feels (laughs) like something you know i don't like how they put it on you the customer to make it soft the customer as you know is stupid so you giving them any responsibilities is is a difficult thing to do you have to make it dumb dumb proof as we say in the business (laughs) I don't think the customer is stupid. The customer is stupid. The customer is very stupid. The listeners of your podcast and our podcast are very smart, but everyone else, <laughs> yeah, everyone else, is, yeah, is an idiot. Yeah. So yeah. what what kind of stuff do you what kind of stuff do you cover on your podcast? I've listened to it uh, a, a bit in my research, but huh. you know, just from from your perspective, it's beauty news. So the top beauty stories every week. I think. One thing that people don't realize about beauty, like junkie people is we're not just interested in what's fashionable, like the way the technique that you do your makeup or like, what's the color this spring? Actually, nobody really cares about that kind of stuff. But like the gossip of like the industry news, people like love, love that. And Nick and I are very much entrenched in all of that. And so we try to provide some like insider insights to different beauty news moments. You know, people are really, they get into it. They look at, you know who's trademarking certain terms for their upcoming beauty line so they can like deduce like what the next product is or is Hailey Bieber launching skincare absolutely I think she is you can look at like heard the trademarks that they filed and what they covered oh yeah I heard about this I saw my queen last night actually her and Justin seem to be bickering a little bit she's your queen Oh, you you went out last night for the Met. I, I was told to do my homework and research the Met Met Gala. We wondered if you saw any who who you liked outfit wise because we hated most of it. So I would love to hear what you liked. I mean, everybody looks very uncomfortable when they're so dressed up. That that's actually a good point. I have a I have a controversial one. I think J Lo. I love J Lo. Look, it was very. What? Like, it reminded you like that me. ugly ass hat. She she was wearing Waterworld. <laughs> well, clothes. we've covered it. I'm from Texas. <laughs> like the Western <laughs> look is like I am great. I was actually named after Annie Oakley, so it's kind of like my shtick. Yeah, that's what I thought your your Instagram handle was for a brief moment. You you'd be right. Yeah, I was. Everybody thinks it's the Michael Jackson song. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, which is about a girl getting like raped in her apartment. Apparently, um, oh, so, oh, no. that's not very. Um, but no, J Lo's look I thought was great because that was what I when I was in high school, kind of learning to dress myself. That was two thousand four. It was like that Western feathers, like Gucci was doing it. St. Laurent was yeah. doing it. I mean, I think hers was like Ralph Lauren, right? And he was kind of. Yeah. American designers, you know, I, I liked. I, who do we like, Jason? Kaya? I liked Kaya and I like Grimes just because I like Grimes. No one likes. No one likes Grimes. You sick fuck. I like the sword. I like the sword. Uh, that's too far. What What is that? How does that play into the theme? The The sword was made from a melted down AR-15, which is the, <laughs> the symbol of America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yes, but well, that that part is dark, but the positive part is like it's cool that there are companies, startups if you want to call them, who are like 
we're going to take your AR-15, the symbol of like the worst parts of the country, off the streets, off the streets, and then turn them into another weapon, like a sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a lot harder to it's a lot harder to shoot up uh, an AMC movie theater with a, a badass sword. You know, you can only get one or two kills before you get tackled. Whereas the AR-15, you know. But that's a whole other podcast. But true. you know, melting it down to, into anything but an automatic rifle is a net positive for me. So I think that part was kind of cool, and it's just funny to walk the Met Gala with a sword. Yeah, that is. You funny. should have had My- a flamethrower. Doesn't isn't isn't Tesla making flamethrowers now? Missed opportunity. Elon wasn't there, right? TJ? No, I don't think so. He had the smarts to stay home. Yeah, he did have the smarts to stay. I I didn't go. I didn't go to the show. I was just working before, so I did see. But I got some great moments uh i got to see some great little moments between Haley and justin and and my king sean mendez and camilla uh which made my he's your king i i literally looked at sean i was with a group of people looking at sean mendez and we all were just like damn he is gay he didn't hear we didn't hear him talk (laughs) we hear it was just like damn when you see him in person he's just too good looking it's just like it's too crazy like the body is crazy. I think he got some fillers in. You know, it just, he looked. Mm-hmm. It looks. It, it's a lot of look for a guy that's like twenty three. Looks alien a little bit. Like I, I just don't. I think the pressure from Hollywood to get this work done too young is. I mean, it's crazy, man. You're twenty three years old. You're not even developed yet. Basically, your face is going to change. And they're starting to see that fillers don't really dissolve in the same way that people I think have always assumed that they do. Oh, really? And so that's why people that start so young are looking very puffy over time because the fillers are not like it's not like your skin is absorbing them fully no i'm 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 also we we more we're more of like a gaunt look podcast here we're not into the voluptuous the too much the lips the cheeks you know it's it's gone too far i'm a troy savon a simple black dress and that's all i need just minimal look clean wet hair that's it yeah troy did look pretty i i saw troy a couple times this week he always looks pretty good he had a banger too. I heard a song. I didn't really know much about his music. It's pretty good. How about I got a couple? Of That's how I felt about Olivia Rodrigo. I had never heard her music until I went back to Texas recently, and I was driving my mom's car and listening to the radio because they only play Olivia Rodrigo, and like they still Post Malone still gets airtime in Dallas. <laughs> We're pro Post on this side. We were big. That's one of me your too. Great but I was so confused because I was like. I went through a, a little bit of a shameful period where I thought he was like very attractive. And I was like, he looks so great for like 40 years old. He looks he's very hot. And then I found out he's like 23. <laughs> <laughs> he's so down. Um, he's had a lot of miles on that F-150. Yeah, he's lived He's a, he's lived in a different kind of Texas than you. You know what I mean? I mean, not that far away. He's from like a suburb of Dallas. Uh-huh. He was your Haley Bieber, is what we're saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was my Haley Bieber. But who who is that? who is that person for you now? Don't say Pete Davidson. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I like really powerful like men, but not famous. So not Joe Rogan. Men. I like famous men outside of the outside of the entertainment industry. Okay, like some like that some founders. Sense. What's going on? Some no, entrepreneurs. No. <laughs> so did you athletes? did you hook up with the WeWork guy? You you can be honest with us. Oh yeah, what about ball players? If they don't have something going on for themselves, it can be like difficult when I. <laughs> want to spend all my time on work you know so you're saying being a hashtag girl boss can cause problems <laughs> so you need somebody who's as busy as you are to maintain this relationship this is, i'm not like putting out a one at that i'm like not, but, a, not a need not a need i don't have an open i don't have an opening currently <laughs> okay what are we what are we gonna what are we gonna do about this gonna because the 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 skin health is very important but also the mental health <laughs> You know, I just I worry about you sometimes, Annie. Good point. I don't want you to be. You know, I want you to remember Holistic. why we're why we're on this planet to begin with. What to- it's not just to make money. It's not just to get bought up by L'Oreal. It's to celebrate <laughs> our Lord Jesus Christ in His light and His name, and start start up a family. Mm. You know, get some nature, eat good, drink good, smoke good, make some new little kayos, kayo <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now, now you understand. Now you understand yeah. what he means. Now you yeah. understand what he means. No, but I think you're, I think you're on the right path. No, I know my purpose. <laughs> what is your purpose? <laughs> 
Let's make babies. That's what you're saying, right? Oh, okay. That's what I've taken away from this podcast. (laughs) No, 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 no. We're not. We're not breeders. Don't worry. We're not breeders. We're not breeders. But how long gone is a podcast that we we adopt? God's light does shine down upon us, so we try to honor him as best as best we can on this. Praise him on this on this show. But no, Annie. All joking aside, we love soft services. Very very happy that it's it's successful and. we will look out for all your new products. And if, if people want to find and purchase soft services at full retail price, where can they do that? They can do that at www.softservices.co. Don't even bother with the M. It's irrelevant. Just .co. <laughs> it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. The, the M is no Efficient. Yeah. Nobody needs the M anymore. Where can, and where can people find you on Instagram and Twitter, et cetera? Well, Twitter, I, <laughs> you asked me earlier if I was scared about saying the wrong thing. So I, <laughs> Twitter's private at this point. Twitter's gone. Twitter's gone. <laughs> okay. Twitter. Okay. Well, but mate, I do that's follow a you. And sometimes decision. I reply to you, Chris. So I'm like, I'm like one of those weird, uh, people that are annoying people that are like replying to your shit. That you're like, why is this person? It's okay. That's my, my relationship with the world, so I understand. No, Instagram is Annie OK, OK A Y. Oh, and then podcast is Eyewitness Beauty. Eyewitness Beauty. Want to hear some beauty news? We do. <laughs> we do. We we love the movers and shakers. Can you tell Necessaire to send me some more shit, please? <laughs> I can, yeah, I can hook it. I know. Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> thank you. I can hook up. All right, great. I can't wait to wash Jason's legs. Uh, thank you, uh, Annie. It was a pleasure, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Yeah.